Welcome to the Transition Wild Podcast, the home for those looking for expertise and inspiration on all things Western big game hunting. I'm your host, Adam Parr, and you're listening to episode number six, where we talk with Josh Neville of Battenfeld Technologies. Hello, hello. What's going on, everybody? Hope all of you are doing well. It's Thursday, which means it's almost... Friday, and now it's almost Christmas weekend, so a lot of us are having three-day weekends ahead of us, so I hope you're enjoying that and getting prepped up for the holidays. If you're out hunting still, I've I've actually seen some really good bucks killed over the past uh, week or so with muzzleloader season. I've seen some people still out there getting it done here in the West with some late season elk tags and it's just cool to see everyone out there still grinding it i am not sure what my plans are i am hoping to get out it's it's been tough to um, get stuff together to be able to make the six hour drive out to kansas but i am hopefully going to be able to make it out at least one more time before the end of the year and and keep going after it enough of that Today, we are talking with Josh Neville of Battenfeld Technologies, (laughs) and what was cool about this episode is Josh, and it's kind of a common theme with all my episodes, I feel like I'm just talking to all my friends and (laughs) people that I know, but uh, Josh and I have known each other for a while, Uh, we've lived in the same town, worked together in the outdoor industry. So it was just a lot of fun talking with him and and just catching up like old old friends and and current friends that we still are but we haven't spoken a hot minute. So again it was a lot of fun uh talking with him but then we dive into a lot with um the company he works for now Battenfeld Battenfeld Technologies and some of you may may or may not have heard of a lot of their brands underneath that um, you know, company, but, um, the ones that we really dive in today are bog pod, which is like your shooting rests and, um, tripods, those accessories Caldwell, which is more, um, you know, sighting in your gun shooting accessories. Uh, some of you might've heard of like the lead sled or their different gun, gun rest technologies that come out with. And then we talk about Hoyman saws, which um, some of you may know from whitetail hunting. Uh, it's always good to have a, a nice portable saw. Um, they have some really cool new technologies as well as some battery power saws that they're using. So it, it was just great to hear all that. I personally use um, some of their stuff, some of their shooting rests, and a lot with the bog pod side of things. Um, I run a uh, one of their tripods, as well as a binocular kind of system that they use for, you know, like a, basically instead of having a spotting scope, they make an adapter to mount your binoculars on. And so that's great for glassing. And um, they also have a shooting rest and then they also have a different adapter. So with that being said, BogPod and Josh were generous enough to do a giveaway today of that exact same setup that I just explained. If you want a little bit more detail on that exact setup, go to transitionwild.com and go to my YouTube channel. I did a review on that here recently, and you can see that exact setup. So we're, we're giving that away. So make sure you pay attention to the end of the show to learn how you can get entered to win that system. I think it's like, um, gosh, I think it's like $250 value worth of stuff between the tripod and the accessories that we're giving away. So that's really, really cool. Thanks again to Josh for that. So again, pay attention. We'll give you the details on how to enter for that. I hope you guys enjoy this. I'll stop blabbing my mouth. (laughs) I apologize on the audio. It's kind of glitchy in some spots. I'm still trying to dial all this in. So I appreciate your patience and um, I'll definitely get the audio uh, dialed in better going forward. Okay, I've talked long enough. <laughs> so let's let's get this started. Let's welcome Josh Neville of Battenfeld Technologies. All 
All right, on the phone with us now, we have Josh Neville of Battenfeld Technologies. How you doing today, man? Doing well, Adam. Thanks for having me on here, dude. It's been a, it's been a while. <laughs> it has, man. It's been too long. We were kind of talking before this and kind of catching up like old lost buds, and, and I was like, man, I haven't talked nope. to Josh in a hot minute, so it's it's like good to catch up as, as, as old friends, man. I know, man. It was a... Uh... You know, it was fun living with you or living in the same town for a while up in Eagle, hanging out, going camping. I, mean, I, I get jealous, to tell you the truth, every time I'm, you know, I'm looking at Instagram up in the mountains and I'm sitting, you know, not in Colorado anymore. So it's uh, it's jealousy for sure. I, I miss it a lot. It was fun hanging out with you. You know, we did some cool stuff and now you're out killing 300 inch elk and I'm sitting here not seeing any elk. <laughs> yeah, well, that was last year. The 300 inch elk were last year. This year has been a goose egg. But I, hey, at least I'm still in the yeah. mountains and I'm having fun exactly. and I get to look at the yep. awesome views all the time. So I, I can't complain, man. No matter how bad it gets, yeah. sometimes you got to pinch yourself. You have to, man. I'll pinch it for you, man. It's, it's, it's always <laughs> fun out there. It's a. Uh, Eagle's a fun place for sure. I had a lot of good, you know, a lot of good memories out there and hunting and you know, nightlife. You know, skiing, everything. It was always fun hanging out in yeah, the whole valley up there. Oh yeah, exactly. And a lot of people, a lot of people think of Colorado as you know maybe Denver or whatever, and, right. and and Denver's cool or whatever. But we're actually in the mountains up here, and 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 that's what I love yep. about it. I wasn't I wasn't gonna move out to Colorado and. And live in the big city it's a it's a smaller town it's a it's a great valley good people outdoorsy um you know just a great environment to live in so i i can't complain no, sure. <laughs> when are you coming no, back that's out that's the whole point. i mean actually i'm going to be out there in two weeks i'm going to be going to do a little skiing up in the Vale back bowls hopefully you gotta get snow how is the snow up there man right it's, it's actually been pretty bad we just got Stop, some... don't tell me that. <laughs> maybe, maybe it'll all change here in the next couple of weeks for you, but the snow has been pretty minuscule. We got a little bit of snow last night, probably like two to three inches, and they've been making snow. It's been cold enough, you know, so it's been yeah, it's yeah. been holding whatever we're getting, but it's not like it's not like dumping, you know. But I th- I think it's going to open up here any day. Yeah. I hope so. I mean, it's. Has by far one of the you know, best things about living up there and having it, living in the valley, having access to Vail and Beaver Creek, and just being able to rip down those mountains every day. It's fun. For sure. It's one of the things I miss probably the most. Hunting, the hunting, and the skiing. This is that all day. Well, I miss that the most for sure. Yeah, and as you know, I mean, the end. Just there's endless amounts of public land. I feel like we're doing kind of like a a sales pitch for Colorado here, but I mean, I don't know, man. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> it's the best, dude. I'm not not selfish. It's legit. This is I'll be a salesman for Colorado all day long for the public land, the scheme. My God, what else? What else can you ask for? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it's there's endless amounts of BLM surrounding the area. Yep. There's national forests. Um, you know, generous amounts of things that you can hunt and seasons and, mm-hmm. and, uh, yeah, it's, it's good skiing. And then you got mountain biking, skiing, uh, camping. Yep. Um, it's, it's really an outdoorsman's or outdoor person's paradise. And, uh, I think that's what uh, drew both, both me and yourself out to this yep. area. Yeah. 100%. 100% agree with you. That's why we, that's why we, uh, I guess we got goose eggs this year, so. We still, it happens, man. It happens. Um, so, yeah. so speaking of us both moving out here, we're both from the Midwest. I'm from Michigan and you're originally from Iowa and we kind of met up yep. both working in the outdoor industry and to just become friends and, and, uh, you know, known each other for a while now, but, um, tell, tell us a little bit about your background and kind of where you grew up and how you got into hunting and uh, tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, for sure. So, you know, I guess I'm not your stereotypical person who gets into the hunting side of stuff. I mean, I'm a, I'm a, so I grew up in Iowa. I'm from, you know, south central Iowa, uh, south around Indianola area. Um, so I grew up, you know, down there, grew up in the hunting, but nobody in my family hunts. My mom or my dad hunt or shoot guns, or have the clue what it is. And somehow my brother and I both 
became very avid into the hunting space and, you know, really get into it. And you know, we started at a young age, but we, we didn't get what, you know, most people do. You get your granddad or your dad to teach you how to do it. You know, we grew up, we just did it ourselves. So, I mean, there was a, there was a huge, huge learning curve for us. I mean, it was fun, but it was very frustrating at times. I mean, I can, you know, it took us a while. I can't tell me how, how many arrows I put into a uh, shed where my target was. I had no idea having sight in the bow. I was put, pulling the pins around, you know, you know, I was doing the opposite. Oh, so the arrow goes up. So I'm going to, you know, move it down, you know, but no, it's just, that kind of stuff you learn quick, but you know, I find it, I find it valuable doing it, learning it that way. And, you know, it, it taught me a lot and it, I got, you know, I guess I was infatuated with hunting ever since I was young and I started watching the you know, outdoor channel. Sportsman's channel became very, you know, infatuated with them, watching them and watching these guys like, you know, Bill Jordan back in the day and, you know, Ralph and Vicky watching them and like, God, I want to be like those guys. I want to be in the industry. My brother and both, you know, we both did. We started doing a little filming ourselves, which was horrible filming, but it was fun. <laughs> you know, it was funny. It's funny to watch them now. Like, wow, we are trying. We are, it's funny. The funny part is we're getting these videos and stuff. And we're, there's a monster bucks walking by. We had no idea. Like, we had these big deer just walking by. I'm like, I don't even see those kind of deer anymore. But, well, you know, so it's, you know, it took us a while. I mean, it wasn't until like probably you know, junior high or so before we actually killed our first bucks uh, with our bow and stuff. And after that, it was just took off. And we knew we wanted to be in the you know, the outdoor industry and it, I, I did a lot of different paths to try to get myself in to figure out what I wanted. Um, I guess I started, uh, working at Bass Pro my senior year in high school with the archery department and, you know, learned that and built off that. Um, then in college I knew just, you know, everyone's, everyone's like, what do you want to do? I'm like, I don't know. I want to work in the hunting industry. Like, I was like, is there a hunting? No one, people, <laughs> My family, everybody. Nobody knows what that is. Like camo, you gonna go hunting? Who does that? I'm like, <laughs> I don't know, but I'm gonna figure it out, and I'm gonna do it. I promise you that. Whatever it is, it's gonna give the industry. I'm bound and determined to get in there. So, yeah. Um, uh, I think after that, what did I do? Oh, I got. I guess the first, the first, I guess the real pivotal in getting me myself an answer that pretty much got me to where I'm at today is I was. I got the if I was one of the first interns with Bill Winky at Midwest Whitetail. Uh, yeah, I remember like, that. So, yeah. Because I think that's how you, like, you, uh, Midwest Whitetail, and that's how we had a connection when we first met each other. So, yeah, honestly, like, I'm not getting a lot. Working for Bill has gotten me so many different places. Everyone oh, knows Bill. Bill's the man. Everyone talks about him. And yeah. Wholeheartedly, like, that. that's what's really got me going. And, uh, you know, getting an internship, it was good. It, I, I got to produce shows. I produced the Great Plains show for a year, and then, you know, I got to film stuff. Um, but, you know, after I did that, I realized, you know, still producing stuff. Just, I, loved, I loved it. It just wasn't, I wasn't my cup of tea, I guess. So I wanted to figure out another way to get in the industry. Um, so then I went and worked for a Western Hunter uh, magazine, uh, did some uh, editing for them on their website. It was fun. It was a simple, it was an easy internship. And then, obviously, after I graduated, I went and worked for Urge Media, where I met Mr. Adam Parr there. There we go. Um, and it was fun. You know, that's where, after I got there and worked with you guys for a while, I went and worked for Battenfield Technologies, where I'm working right now as, uh, as a digital marketing manager for those guys. And, it's you know, it's fun. It's, it's fun watching the progression you know, going through different steps is getting to different areas of the industry and, you know, learning, meeting the people. I mean, a lot of people don't know is, you know, the industry is not that big and everybody knows everybody. And so it's kind of fun. It's like, I guess it's a family, if you will, of people and working with everybody. Um, and, you know, and then it's even more fun The people who always ask me and told me, what do you know? How are you in the industry? You know, you can't get in the industry. There's no such thing as a job. And I'm telling them, yeah, I work in the industry. I've been working in it for a while now. And, you know, it's, it's fun. And I mean, on top of that, it's, I guess I've done a, you know, I worked outside the industry once where I was for a technology company and 
I wasn't passionate. You know, it was a cool company, but I wasn't passionate. Being able to work in an industry where you're super passionate, it, it's so much more fun. I mean, you can do, I mean, I do marketing, and you think that's a boring job, but it's so much more fun when you're passionate about hunting and shooting. So it's been fun, and that's kind of where I'm at now. Yeah, yeah, no, it's... It's really cool, and that's what that's what it's all about. And 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 I've said it. I've said this before. When when you can align your passions with a career or a, or a job position, I mean, that's where the magic happens. And and I feel like you really thrive yep. thrive in that yep. uh, you know environment. And I I didn't know you took. See, I knew you were at Midwest Whitetail, but I didn't know you worked at Western Hunter, and then you were with Urge Media, and now you're with Battenfeld. So you've you've been you've been able to really see it from a lot of different angles and, and, uh, really dip your toes in, man. So that's really cool. I didn't, I didn't actually know kind of all the steps that went into that whole process. Yeah. I mean, that's good. I, you know, it's a learning process. I mean, it worked, started retail and worked, I, I did a lot of different avenues and so I figured out what I really liked. And I think that's kind of the biggest thing. I think not to preach what people need to do and how to get in industry, but I think everybody wants to be on a hunting show. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's much harder. It's way harder to do that. It, you know, I think there's so many, so so many different avenues that you can get in this industry, and it's just as fun. And you can still have that same passion. You get to be around hunting 24/7. So you know, that's what I told other people. I mean, if you want to get in it, don't just look to be a leading Tiffany. But they're amazing. They do a great job of what they do. And but there's so many other ways that you can be in this part of the industry. And like I said, it's a small industry. We're all family. We all know each other. So it's just, you know, it's just as invaluable that we need a marketer. We need journalists. We need a PR. We need, you know, financial analysts in this industry. Yeah, no, I, I completely agree. And, and, and sometimes all it takes is just either knowing the right person, or if you don't know anybody who works in the industry, yep. it could be a matter of just reaching out to maybe a company or an outfitter or, Hey, uh, so what can I help a, out with? Can I help out at a local trade show? I see you're doing a show here in, um, you know, Iowa. I'd be happy to help out at the booth or, you know, just exactly. whatever it is. It doesn't really matter. It, and people think it's a pipe dream, but I think if actually some people put a little bit more effort into actually seeking something out, they would, they would actually come yeah. across something, uh, rather, um, easier yeah, than you, they thought. Oh yeah. You gotta, like I said, you gotta broaden your horizon. There's so many ways you gotta work a little bit and you just get into it. I mean, that's, so my brother, he's graduating this weekend from Iowa. Um, he he did exactly that. I mean, he reached out to uh, Go Hunt out of, uh, out of Vegas, uh, online publication on there. He got an internship. He reached out. Hey, he's looking. You guys have an internship? He's like, sure. We can. We'll intern you for the summer. So he interned there last summer, and now he got the job. So he's going to head down to Vegas here in a couple of weeks to go order Go Hunt. No kidding. So I mean, that's all. That's all it takes is just reaching out. He, all he did was, you know, DM them on Instagram. He's like, hey, working, you know, I'm interested in the industry, blah, blah, blah. Got an internship, and that's all it takes. You're just getting that foot in the door. It's, no you know, kidding. It's easier. It's easier than things. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, and with that, you have to kind of take it with a grain of salt. Don't expect to get paid when you're first starting out. Right. You might you might have oh, to do an internship. Yeah, do an internship. Yep. Do some volunteering. Um help out where you yep. can. Uh, there's, there's so many different avenues. And if you kind of take that approach, I think there's less pressure, um, to, to, yep. to do that. And, um, uh, everyone likes free work, right? <laughs> oh, hell yeah. They do. I know. I mean, I intern I mean you got, you at that age, you're going to intern. Don't expect to get paid. Don't yeah. go in there. I think you be some big baller. Go in there, work your ass off. And then, Build it, get in, you start networking, you're building that network, and then before you know it, you know everybody, you can be able to get any place you want. So as you, you start, you got to start from the bottom. Don't expect to be William Tiffany right away. Yeah, yeah. No, that's, that's exactly it, man. That's that's all good stuff. I mean, we could talk about this for hours, I'm sure. <laughs> it, it is fun because oh, yeah. I, I am, you know, both both you and I kind of took the same same route, you know, and, and yep, just kind of yep. went for it. And uh, I think that's really cool. But uh, you know what I really wanted to jump into. Uh, well, before that, let's let's talk a little bit about a little about the season. I know you went on an elk hunt this year. Did you go up to Montana? Is that right? I went on two elk hunts. I went to Colorado, went to Montana, and then I went to Wyoming for antelope. Nice. I went to, I went to Colorado. So I went to Colorado. I, went, I was I did I was archery hunt the last week of September. I was out there hunting. 
um, it was fun, you know. It was very slow. I'm sure you can attest to this as well. It was very slow. It was, uh, I, I, don't, I didn't hear one bugle. First time I heard a bugle in Colorado. And I was out there. I mean, it was great. Basically, I was hiking miles just trying to get on, on elk every day, you know, working. I mean, I don't know how many miles I hiked. Uh, it wasn't until the very, you know, day six. I finally got into some fresh sign of an area I knew um, and finally got into it and uh, called a nice buy point in 30 yards. But just like Elk did, kind of my fault for not setting up, you know, he came to the door, but I, the doorway was, you know, a little closed where he kept his vitals off and couldn't get a shot off. And he just whipped around and walked right back up. But, you know, so that was fun. I mean, didn't see anything, I'd hardly hear anything, but it was fun. Just, I mean, like I said, I love being out west and being in the mountains. So, you know, didn't see anything there. Um, then I went up to Wyoming, uh, shot some antelope up around the Douglas area. You know, that's, that's just, a, you know, it's the first it's the first time I rifle hunted antelope. I've always went archery hunting for them. It's a little, so it was a little different, but I can honestly tell you it was fun, you know. I, yeah. I'm a, I'm a huge archer guy on my side. I, I grew up archery hunting and stuff. Is so, but when I went out and did the rifle, it was fun. I had a group of guys out there. You know, we still did stop. We went stalking on them. It was wasn't 950 degrees out like usually <laughs> is on archery hunting. Them. <laughs> so that was good. You know, we all got our. I mean, I got two antelope day one. Got my filled my tag, and then you just kind of helped everyone else out. So that was that kind of you brought my spirits back up. You know, after yeah. being a dismal hunt in Colorado, um, <laughs> and after that, I went up to Montana for a week. Um, that was fun. Did not, honestly, I could tell you, I did not see an elk. So really? elk for this year kicked my ass to tell you the truth. Hey, it happens. Uh, you know, <laughs> so it was good. You know, we, we went to the Bob Marshall um, area, and we had some. We went in on some horses and stuff back in the area. I mean, it's probably an amazing experience. Horses, for that sake, you know, the scenery, the snow, being that far and being in Montana, I mean, it, it, nothing compares, to tell you the truth. It, it, it was by far one of the most fun times I've ever been on. Mine's not killing elk. Um, I'm not, I mean, everybody wants to kill stuff, yeah, no doubt. But the whole experience being out 16 miles back in there, getting horses, going to different basins, checking them out every day, you know, it, it's something that, you know, I, I, I can't wait to get back there and do that again. It's, they're there. I don't know where they were, but I know maybe the next basin we'll check the next day there, but it's just, you know, it's all kind of, but the whole experience of being out there, you know, being in an area where it's just like you're 1800. So I don't know. The whole experience is by far, is by far the most fun I've ever had. And, you know, I guess we did see a moose, so I, I guess I didn't skunk. I was looking for some birds, too, to see if I could see something, but a moose will work. Um, but, no, it was good. Uh, Dick and another friend, a guy, Joe Sir from College Ground, went with me out there, and he's hunting as well. We obviously didn't see anything, but we got some pretty awesome, you know, content stuff because, you know, working at Batfield. It was a part of the reason we're going out there was, you know, getting the content creation and building that, and we got a bunch of cool, you know, footage for that. So, I mean, yeah, I didn't kill anything, but, man, we got a pretty badass content library that we can, you know, build off of and, you know, use for some of our campaigns and stuff. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. I, I was I was following along with, with your pictures, and I also followed Joe on Instagram as well, and just seeing the yep. some of the clips and the photos from that hunt, it was it was unbelievable. And to do it on horses and to pack in like that, that's <laughs> that's a whole nother level, man. Yeah. That, that that is something <laughs> so, different. That's awesome. It's, I actually got bucked off my horse, so I was kind of pissed <laughs> oh. off my horse for about a day. <laughs> oh man! I, I, tried, I tried to. So we're rolling through like a bunch of deadfall and stuff on the ground. Um, and so we we saw some fresh tracks up in some snow, so we're trying to get up there before sunrise, and it was just you know, the sun was just coming up, so we got a deadfall. We're trying to navigate through it, and we got to the point like we need to get up there, so we just instead of going around it, we're going over it. My horse didn't like that, to say the least. He would you're not going around. I'm like, dude, there's elk up there. You're gonna go. You're gonna jump your ass over this log right now. I tried to force him over. He just jumped over and bucked my ass off. And <laughs> He tried stopping on it, so I like kind of dodge and dive out, you know. 
but you know, it was fun. I, I kind of felt like I was a cowboy after that. After you get bucked <laughs> off. You you are a cowboy, man. Did you did you wear the cowboy <laughs> hat too in the in the cowboy boots I mean, I, and the spurs? I, I, when I got out of the mountains, I'm like, I need to go get myself some spurs. It's time. I need, actually, is like the PBR needs me right now. <laughs> oh, that's too good. That's too good. I love it. I love it. Well, maybe me and you can go yeah. on a horse hunt someday. Hey, so we both got, you know, we both had, we didn't hardly see any elk this year. We didn't kill anything this year. We need to go hunting next year. This is how, you know, karma comes for the best of us. So we could both go out next year. We'll both kill one. And it'll probably be 300 inches a piece, so we'll be good. <laughs> That's what I'm shooting for. I, I heard an analogy the other day. I don't I don't know where it was from, or maybe I saw it online. But basically, like your hunting luck is kind of like a water tank. And you know, after you've had some success for maybe a year or two or whatever, or have a good run, and then you have a couple bad yep. years, and like the tank drains out, you know, and you got to work on like all those encounters or hunts that you go on. You're kind of filling it back up, and then. You know, then you're going to get to that point where it's full and you're going to kill something and then it drains back down and it's kind of doing the, you know, up and down. So I think, I think we're due to be full tanks, man. What do you say? I think so. No, I I think the tank is full and we're ready to kill. I mean, honestly, kind of going off your point, you said there, it's like, like the stuff that you're not seeing stuff, but the encounters, it's all learning. Oh yeah. For that, for that elk this year, I mean, I should have been set up 50 yards, you know, to the last, the elk, I would have pulled the elk right through and it would have been a no-brainer. Yeah. But you remember that. And, and your tank after that is going to be more full <laughs> every time. That's exactly it. Yeah, I have I had enough encounters this year to to fill that tank at least 90%. So yep. I, think, I think we're I think due, man. There. I'll help you out. I'll, I'll help you fill it out and we'll be good to go next year. <laughs> Sounds good, man. I can't wait. I can't wait. Yeah. Well, cool. So... Yeah. Sounds like you had a great season. That's awesome, and uh, and we'll look forward to you know talking further. Maybe we'll have to have you back on the podcast to kind of talk some strategy at some point as we lead yeah. up to next year's it's season. Time. Yeah, exactly. Yep, we got planning to do. That. I've been looking right now, man. It's time to trying to make a game plan. So we got to figure it out now. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And kind of going along with that, you know, you got to have the right gear and, um, not only for Western hunting, but we're both big whitetail hunters ourselves. And, uh, so that's why I wanted to have you on the podcast to kind of talk about, you know, your products. Uh, the main ones I really wanted yeah. to dive in today would be bog pod, Caldwell and Hoyman. You have a number of other brands underneath the Battenfeld, um, kind of umbrella yep. there but you know i think the ones that would apply most to to myself and a lot of the listeners would be those three that i just listed off and um yep. being that i'm i'm probably most familiar with bog pod uh why don't we start with that let's let's kind of go through that i i uh i have a i have one of your tripod systems and i absolutely love it and we'll kind of yep. get into the specifics of why but um let's talk about maybe a little bit about Battenfeld itself and maybe maybe a little backstory on yep. that and then maybe kind of dive into the bog pod side of it yeah 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 for sure so you know I kind of give you a little we'll start, you know Battenfeld nobody I mean uh, not a lot of people know what Battenfeld is um, but it's uh, you know it's the holding corporation holding company of Caldwell, Wheeler, Tipton, Frankfurt, bog pod, Lockdown, Goldenrod, Hoyman, non-typical fences, trade, old-timer, Imperial, Uncle Henry, and Bubble Blade. Um, so we are the accessories division of Smith & Wesson Firearms. So the, and the actual holding corporation's name is American Outdoor Brand. So it's a big company. It's a big corporation. Uh, Batfeld was purchased in 2014 from, by Smith & Wesson, and now we're American Outdoor Brand. But we're the accessories division. Um, and there's three divisions. You got the firearms, accessories, uh, the Crimson Traces is their own division of you know the lights and the lasers and stuff. And UST, uh, Jacksonville Investor Outdoor Recreation stuff. So for your camping gear and all that stuff. So it's a big company. Um, not a lot of people know that it's a big company. I mean, we try to keep it that way. You know, we like to keep uh, each one of our brands as its own separate entity, which you know that's that's the most important because they really are. I mean, there's different demo, there's different demographics that we're going after, and you know we, we want to treat that as such. So you know, honestly, like when I come in the industry, I didn't even, I never even heard of Batfeld, so it was I didn't even heard of this company until I you know was working on Media 
Um, but yeah, so, you know, kind of the, you know, the bigger brands that are more relevant to the whitetail or the hunting space are your bog pod Caldwell Hornmans and not typical stuff. So, you know, I guess one of the things that you might or might not see, hopefully you've seen it, I, I hope I did my job good enough <laughs> to market it out there was, uh, we came out yesterday with a customized limited edition dipped bog pod from Kuyu. So we've been working with uh, Utah Hydrographics out of uh, Utah and uh, working with Kuyu to come up with a dipped bog pod because we feel there's a lot of interest and obviously there's a big craze for the different camos out there and the customization and having that ability to customize stuff. So we felt we wanted to really, we wanted to get one out to market for this year and our goal is to obviously get more cameras in there, but we launched this uh, yesterday and we have 150 of these in stock. So we're really trying to push these through and, and get those sold. But honestly, I mean, out of all the brands, you know, I obviously I work with all of them, but the ones I use personally the most are your bog pod cobbles and hornments just for hunting and, you know, getting it for hunting you know, purposes. And bog pod is your, is your, your your ultimate, you know, tripod, bipod, or monopod. Um, so when I was out in Montana, Wyoming, this year, rifle hunting and stuff, I took out that, you know, the tripod, you know, the bog pod taxery, took that out with me wherever I went. And it really does take your, you know, trying to pull up, let's say, elk worlds out there and, you know, you don't, you don't have time to get prone. Throw up your bar, it's easy, just throw it out, and you got stability. It really, it does, like, honestly, you're not going to be the guy who works as the company, but it does help you, and it gives you that confidence when you're out in the field to know that you can make a shot no matter what the situation is. And I learned, and the thing with the bog pod that, you know, before working I didn't know is that they have what we call a switcheroo system. So you can not only shoot off of it, but you can throw on your binos, you can throw on your spotting scope, you can hike with it. There's different, you know, functions to it, to the all-encompassing tripod, if you will. So, you know, there's a lot of them out there, but we're really working hard to, you know, compete with those guys and come out with tripods that are, you know, focused towards the hunter and making your guy, making the hunter more confident around the field. And that's, I mean, that's the ultimate. You can be the best shot all day long. But you're not confident. It's not going to help you. So that's kind of where BogPod comes in handy. Yeah, yeah, and I, and and one thing that really sticks out in my mind with BogPod is, is really the versatility of it. And there's there's so many different accessories and different things that you can add, and um, it's super packable and lightweight. So like you said, you have you have the tripod, you have the bipod, you have a monopod, but all the other yeah. attachments that go onto that really makes it unique yeah. and how they're all universal and interchangeable. Um, one, right. a couple, a couple of things that I run. So I have one of your tripods, but, um, a couple of things that I run, um, are the BBR for the binos. Yep. And, and then because I have a, a, a camera that I like to do some video stuff and photography and, and that I use yep. the, the PCA, which is a, a camera adapter on, um, and we can talk a little bit about that stuff, but, um, those are the things that I use. And then what comes on the tripod is basically your, um, what would you call that, Josh? Like your, your, basically your gun rest. Yeah. We call it the universal shooting rest. Yeah. So yeah, but it's it, it, yeah, just your gun rest. So and it's super, you know, grippy and it keeps your gun in place no matter what. But like you said, man, it's the, it's not just that universal. Everyone has a tripod. Does it? What we try to do is make it universal for all these different parts. So you got your piece, your uh, professional camera adapter, and your your bog pod binocular rest, and just having a different accessory. So no matter the situation, you got the accessory just to quickly pull off the switcheroo and throw it in. And I mean, it takes I don't know three seconds to switch it out. Yeah. Whereas you know, working on a tripod, you have to get the plate out and put it a different plate in. So we try to. Our goal is to really find products and work on accessories that make it easy for you, and you don't have to think it's not a burden. We want to make your life easier and make you a more confident hunter or shooter. Yeah, yeah, and that's, and and with the bog pod, I can, 
So with the BBR, it's the binocular rest, Bogpod binocular rest is yep. what it stands for. Yep. Yep. So I can be there and I can, and I use this for shed hunting. I use this for, uh, you know, glassing elk or when I'm out in, the, you know, Kansas or open plains of Colorado hunting whitetail. Um, or it could be in the Midwest. It doesn't matter. Um, you know, you can have your, your binoculars clipped in that way. And, uh, it's basically a strap system that mounts, uh, you know, to a platform that then goes on the tripod. And so you can be glassing and kind of scouting from afar and then remove that and immediately put on your shooting rest or your camera adapter or whatever else you want to do and, uh, and go out. That's, that's the system I use. And, and I just think it's really versatile and really cool to use. No, I mean, on top of that, you know, there's a lot of white hunters and guys who are sitting in trucks, you know, in glassing the truck. We got the spotting scope adapter for your car. So it's just your typical, what looks like, it's, you know, the ones everyone, everybody has. You put on your window and tightens up being spot up, but switch your paddle. So you can take the same exact PCA or VDR and swap it out in two seconds to throw it into your car window or your bog pod. So, you know, we're trying to get the versatility to a whole new level, I guess. But, you know, like you said, man, that's what I personally, like I personally use the BBR and the PCA all the time. Like we have similar hunting shots. You're out, you're out, I'll kind of, or you're white and, you know, you're up and down now and then you want to, you know, use your spine scope. There's a good bull. How big is it? You know, check in the points and, you know, throw your spine scope on the PCA clip, but then you want to throw on your binos to quickly, you know, switch them out and like I said, three seconds. Yeah. So that's yeah. kind of like, it makes it easy for it. And versatility, I mean, I guess that's our, you know, versatility defines our tagline. So for sure, stick with it. for sure, for sure. Yeah. That's what it's all about. That's what it's all about. Um, so let's, uh, let's talk a little bit about the Caldwell side of things from what, from what I'm not as familiar with it. I've used, I've used some of the products, um, but tell us a little bit about that. That's more shooting and benches and, you know, sighting your gun and targets, stuff like that. Am I correct? Right. Yeah, 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 you're exactly right. I mean, that's your, so the main, everyone probably knows the, the main product under the Caldwell line is the lead sled. I mean, it's been around for, I don't know, ever, 10 or so years it's been around and it's kind of, it's that number one, everybody wants to shoot off it. It reduces your recoil. It makes it easy to sight a gun without ripping your shoulder off, whatever caliber gun you want to shoot. So, I mean, that's the main product. That's the biggest product. But overall, Caldwell is, you know, it's the, it's, it's geared towards your shooters and it's geared towards you getting ready to go hunting. So, you know, that's how I like to, you know, work with it is, you know, if you want to be able to kill a big elk or, you know, shoot a 200 inch, uh, white tail, you gotta, you know, practice. You gotta get excited, in, and that's where all these products come in hand. It's, it's the, it's the step before you go hunting. It's getting you that confidence, and building that confidence, and, and doing it. in a, you know, all the products are all geared towards that. For me, you got, your, we got rests, we got tables, we got targets. Um, then we even got, you know, we called tree pods or field pods, where you actually take them in the field, and, and it's the stability to put your gun on without having to worry about shooting it off your offhand or anything. But that's you know, the whole Caldwell line is 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 your uh, getting ready to go hunting. So I guess uh, one of our other products that is a pretty good product that has done well for us is the mag charger. So you're at the range and you're loading clips up and stuff, or uh, you know magazines and stuff. Uh, it's super quick. You know, you just you put it in and within you know four seconds you're already loading your mag up. Um, you know, there's a few other brands out there that do it, but you know. It, it's pretty much as you're, you're, you are getting ready for hunting. It's giving you that confidence to be a better shooter or a better hunter. And, you know, as you know, one of our other practices you know, last year that I loved using, I personally use all the time, is the long range camera. It's a super fun little product. Uh, so you, you can shoot out to a mile and it hooks up to your phone so you can see exactly where you hit on the targets. And it's super fun. Uh, but yeah. There's a lot. I mean, that's definitely Caldwell is definitely our biggest product line. So I don't know how many different SKUs, but yeah. So definitely check it out. I mean, you know, if you get ready to go hunting or you want to go shoot, become a better shoot, you know, better shoot marksman. The products are here to help you. Yeah, yeah, and and one thing that I, that really strikes me too is 
yeah, it's it. A lot of your products are geared more for sighting in and practice and 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 range time. But like you kind of mentioned a little bit earlier, there are some of those that can actually go out into the field with you. Um, if I'm not mistaken, you kind of have a, more of like a camera arm type system as such, but more of a gun shooting rest that maybe you can use out of a tree stand or a ground blind. Is there something along those lines too? Yep, exactly. That's our uh, tree pod, the Caldwell tree pod. So, and you can literally all, what, what a lot of guys in the office do is uh, they put, so that comes with a plate, you put a plate in each one of your deer stands, um, and then you have this tree pod. So it's just a big, uh, it looks like a camera arm, but with a uh, rest on there to keep you steady. I mean, honestly, it's super steady when you're there. You don't move at all, but you bring that rest in, you have these plates, you can go to any state you want. So you got a south wind or an east wind, or, you know, you can bring this arm with you, throw it up there quick, you can go. So, I mean, it, it, honestly, like, it takes it to a whole new level. I mean, it's almost cheating for how easy it is. You put that gun in and you literally pull the trigger. So, you know, it's cool. I mean, it helps in the, especially for younger kids and stuff, getting them introduced into the, the hunting and stuff, it gives them that confidence. You know, that's like I, I said a thousand times already. It gives people the confidence. And, you know, confidence is getting, getting people introduced into this hunting. And it's a big controversial topic all over the world right now. But getting them into it is key. And, you know, that's what we aim to do with a lot of these products is give them the confidence. And that's exactly what this tree pot does. Yeah, yeah, that's that's really cool. All good stuff, man. Um, yeah, and you were talking a little bit about that. That What was that, a loader and... and um, is that a loader yeah, or a reloader? Mag, what is that? Mag charger. Mag charger. So we got a couple of them. We actually have a AR mag charger, and then we got a pistol mag charger. Um, but it means that uh, the mag, the original mag charger that came out, uh, I want to say, three years ago, it was, it was, it went out, it went really well. Um, it's called the AR, or called well, AR fifteen mag charger. Um. But basically, you, know, you load up this mag charger and you dump it in, and you literally you get you push it uh, to lever. So you literally just push it up and down, and it's loading your magazine for you. And the time the engineers, you know, they work hard. The big thing is try to beam everybody. So I think five seconds you can load a you know magazine in you know, about five seconds. So it, it cuts down time and it cuts down. You know, you don't have to load this 15 different magazines. You load. You have one. Go load it quick. Go shoot again. So it's giving you more time to be able to shoot at the range. Yeah, yeah, and and <laughs> correct me if I'm wrong, but you you guys were putting out, and I think you were in a lot of the videos, but your whole thing you were doing on social media this past fall was was that showing off that product? It was like so easy, like you're on a. <laughs> and for people that no, are listening, a is that a different one? So that's, a, that's a different. No, that's a. You're right. I was definitely in those. That's a different <laughs> brand. So that's Frankfurt Arsenal. That Got is it. a okay. uh, that's a that's a reloading brand. So you know, I mean, I'll give you a little backstory of that real quick because I had a lot of fun with that whole project. <laughs> um, you know, we came in with a goal. You know, reloading is a it's a hard subject or a hard brand to push, but I think there's a lot of interest in it. So we came with a goal. We want to be different. We want to be like your stereotypical reloader. We want to you know, show people that it's really not that hard. It's honestly not, I am not, you know, personally a reloader, but, you know, I think being here and learning, it's not that hard. So that's where I felt like I want to show people that anybody can do this. So we came up with that campaign, you know, so easy you can do it this way. I mean, we have, basically what we did is we went from progression of the day, from sleeping till the end of the day, of different top, different, you know, parts of the day. And you, I was pretty much reloading to different, you know, satire type type of stuff and showing people you know the goal to show them that you can literally do whatever you want. I think I was sleeping the first one. I was sleeping. I was re- you know, reloading and I ended with uh, I was on a date and you know I was finishing it off. But I you know reloading was good. The date didn't go too well after that. <laughs> yeah, I just I just remember that stuff. If you guys are listening, you have to go follow uh, Battenfeld and Caldwell and all Frank these different. Stuff. Go follow what Frankfurt is it? Arsenal. Follow Frankfurt Frankfurt Arsenal. Follow yeah. it. Check it out. That's <laughs> yeah, the go one. go back like a month or two. You're gonna find some pretty hilarious videos of that reloader of Josh on there. And yep. uh, not because I like know hey. you personally, but I was like cracking up uh, laughing at those. <laughs> if you guys honestly, 
I'm telling you, I'm not a reloader by any means, but check it out. It's not that hard. I'm prom- if I can do it, I promise you, you can do it. <laughs> it's probably going better dates than I can too. So that's what I, should do. I, I never gave any food, so she's left. <laughs> Me and you both, man, getting stood up, <laughs> just walking out. I tell you what, I tell you what. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Cool. So we talked a lot about the. Uh, Caldwell side talked about bog pod and the other thing that you know I'm, I'm really not familiar with at all other than you know seeing at some of the shows and and knowing the product in general but it's uh hoyman saws tell us a little bit about those yeah so hoyman's are uh i mean it's, you know it's one of the other brands it's our tree saw uh brand and you know pricing a bit over the industry but it's you know the it's a variety of different saws. You got your ten foot. We got pole saws. We got electric you know saws. We got hand saws. We got different stuff. It's a you know it's geared towards the white tail hunter. It's for the guy who's out there and you know one if you put stands up you got a saw you got sixteen to ten or five foot saw that you go to cut branches off and then one of the products I don't know why you I don't like to say stuff, but why would you use a pole saw when you use an electric chainsaw? It's by far my favorite thing to use. I mean, literally, I get out there and there's not, I mean, there's a, people like to call it, you know, shooting lane, but I literally, there is no shooting lane. It's just open up. I mean, there's no trees left anymore because I'm cutting everything down. But it comes down, <laughs> just, you know, you get into a pool like Paul Bunny out there just cutting everything before I know it. And just my tree stand and the tree is up and everything else is dead. But hey, if a deal walks in, I got a million different shooting lines with it. But no, it's a you know it's a saw. It's a we got a variety of different saws, and you know they do. You know, they're really easy and you pack them. They're super. So I'd highly recommend if you're a white tail hunter, check them out. They're very beneficial no matter what. If you put stands up, like I said, or if you're just hunting, you can put them in your pack. And you see there's a limb in your way. You want to cut off quick. Yeah, that's why that's why we built those. Yeah, I didn't know you guys had electric saws. Tell us a little bit about those, mm-hmm. like more in depth. That's that's intriguing. So yeah, I mean, the goal for that was you, you got there are the saws, the pole saws that are chain saws out there, like steel makes one. Um, but we want to come out with one because obviously we're we gear ourselves to the outdoor industry, we, especially the hunting one. We don't want you don't want to bring out a chainsaw that is gas powered that gives off that scent. It's loud as hell, you know. So that's why we wanted to put together this electric saw. So it's, you know, like I said, electric and it's super quiet and it lasts up to, honestly, like I did a, a lot for a weekend on one battery and I was able to, without ever charging, cut all my deer stands. So that's, you know, the big thing for that, that's the whole premise behind it is just come up with a, uh, uh, electric saw that is geared towards the hunter and it's collapsible. So it goes down to, uh, I think, you know, top of my head. Uh, 48 inches, I think. 48 inches collapses down and, you know, it goes 10 feet. But honestly, you know, it, 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 depending on how tall you are, if you're six foot tall, I mean, it goes out there away and you build a game thing. But the big, you know, the big thing, it's been a hot seller for us because of interest in the hunter. And it's quiet, it's scent free. You take it with you, it's super flexible and it comes apart. And, you know, if you don't have one, I would definitely check it out, especially if you're a big white tail guy. I don't know. Don't, don't white break a sweat when you're out cutting. You might as well saw out the electric one and tell the branches and trees down. Super easy. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I completely get it. And, you know, I, I find myself, I like to separate getting a workout or <laughs> exerting physical energy uh separate from from actual hunting itself because like i said you want to be you want to be stealthy you don't want to make a lot of noise you don't want to yeah. exert yourself you don't want to sweat and no. and and yeah, no, no, why would you want to do that you smell your mouth. no exactly you don't sweat your ass off I mean, get out there go cut some branches on it you don't want out there and being you know, like a workout you go hunting so no i agree with you 100 <laughs> percent. yeah yeah and that's and that's what we get a lot of that at quiet cat you know it's like well Oh, that's yep. cheating. You got yeah. an electric motor and a bike. Well, I mean, if okay, yeah, if you want to walk a couple miles in, that's fine. And, and it's not for everybody, but I mean, there is efficiency involved in, in all this technology yeah. and, and, and that saw being battery powered and whatever, it's it goes right along those same lines. 
No, I agree. I mean, you know, there's a debate against, you know, trying to get bring technology into a way it's been done for millions of years. We're the you know, alpha male, you know, the alpha <laughs> creatures. You know, we use our brains. Let's use it. Let's uh, be better at who we, who we are and what we do. And, you know, the saw and, you know, the quiet cat bike and stuff is, is a perfect example. I don't know. I love using it. Yeah. You yeah. use it while you got it. Take advantage of it. Exactly. And and one thing I notice, um, not only with Hoyman, but Bogpod and, and Caldwell and all the different brands, I feel like I feel like your price point is like it's not it, like they're very good products. The quality's there. I've I've used a number of them, especially on the Bogpod side, but I feel like the price point is 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 very good for what you're producing. It's just a right. great you know it's not like super no. high end where you can't afford it but it's not super low end where you know it's going to be you know junk um right. it's like the best of all right. worlds that's kind of our biggest i guess main thing we've really strive to making quality products which we have it in like we have a team of engineers i think there's 12 of them they have their own area where they get to work actually separate from everybody in the company locked doors where they're back in there engineering all day um, you know, they work countless hours just coming out with products that are, you know, beneficial to whatever the user may be using it for. It's to make them better at whatever that purpose is. But it's not to make it, but we don't want to make it outrageously expensive. We want people to be able to use it. We want them to, it's to benefit our customers, number one. So, you know, that's our, we, I mean, yeah, we come out of saw and the, the same price as some of these other gas powered salt, but it's not benefiting the customer and it's not helping anybody in the long run. So that's what we try to work our, you know, we work the tails off and kind of cool products, but we make sure to make it at a price point that's affordable to everybody. Yeah, I can, I can totally see that. Totally see it. Um, good stuff, man. Well, we've kept you here long enough, Josh, and, uh, uh, I really appreciate you being on, uh, before we get off, where uh, where can we go? Where can we find out more about Battenfeld? Tell us about social media side. What uh, what's going on out there on the internet? Yeah, so really working on to grow our social media. So better check out. So we got all these different brands. Check them all out. We got social media We're trying to grow those right now. We got Hoyman, Caldwell, uh, Bogpod, Wheeler, Tipton, Frankfurt Arsenal. Smith and Wesson accessories, Thompson Center accessories. Check those websites out, but or social media pages out. But if you want to go to the website, you go to btibrands.com is our website right now where all our brands are living. Um, if you want to check out any Smith and Wesson accessory stuff, swgear.com, um, and then TC accessories or accessories at tc.com. So all those products are on there. You know, we're going to be, obviously, show season's coming up here in a couple weeks. Can't wait on it. Like, I've been talking about it. It's so busy right now. I can't wait for show season to be over with to slow it down. I mean, working in this industry is awesome. Unfortunately, the busy season is when we like to go hunting, so it makes it right now very tough trying to get stuff done. But we got a lot of cool products coming out here in the next month that we hope you guys, you know, check them out. Let, let us know. Let me know if, you know, what you like, what you don't like about them, and, you know, We'll build off it and obviously we want to hear from you guys what's why we're here for yeah yeah certainly so i know i know you guys will be at ata um but that's more you know, it's a dealer industry show what are you guys going to yep. be at any consumer shows this winter or this spring um tell us tell us about that so we'll be at uh we'll be at harrisburg this year um typically in the past we haven't been at a whole lot of consumer shows but we're making a big point and we're going to be attending a lot more of these consumer shows uh, coming up in, you know, this coming year and years to come. So, but yeah, we'll be at ATA, NRA, and SHOT Show this year. But for sure, you know, if there's everything, like, you know, who's listening, you know, if you need anything, if you have any questions, feel free to reach out to me. Um, you know, I'm sure I can give out some information, but, you know, going from here, we got a lot of cool stuff out. And like I said, it's, we make this stuff for the consumer and the only way we can make it better is when we hear from people. So that's, my big emphasis. You know, I would love to hear from everybody. That sounds great. Well, hey, Josh, I really appreciate you being on the show, man. And uh, you take care, and we'll we'll look forward to talking to you soon. Sounds good. Well, Adam, have fun in Eagle. Put everybody high up there, and we'll be in touch. I'll probably see you here in ATA in a couple of weeks. 
And there we go. We just wrapped up another episode of the Transition Wild podcast. Thanks again to Josh. It was always a pleasure. I <laughs> I spent half the show laughing, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> Josh is a funny guy, and and uh, we go way back. We've had some good times together, and uh, I hope you guys learned a lot, too. It, it was It was a learning experience for myself. Again, I'm familiar with more of the bog pod stuff, but you know, learning more about Caldwell and the Hoyman saws, really interesting and, and hope you guys kind of get some ideas and get prepared for the season to come. As soon as this year is over, it seems like we're jumping right in again, already preparing, uh, gearing up, buying new items that we need, planning. It's the whole process, man. It never, it never stops. So I, I hope you guys are enjoying what you're hearing we're doing more of kind of the gear side product company um, sorts of things here at the beginning um, or towards the end of the year once we dive into 2018 we're really going to start getting into more of the strategy and hunter profiles and stories and 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 just all different aspects of species and game so um, again i hope you're Hope you're enjoying what you're hearing. If you are liking the podcast, make sure you go to sportsmansnation.com and subscribe. Go to iTunes or wherever you listen to this at. Leave a review. Leave a five-star review. That would be much appreciated. Uh, make sure you check out the Sportsman's Nation podcast Facebook page as well as the Transition Wild Facebook page. Go check out transitionwild.com. I'm doing a couple gear reviews, and then, like I said, we're getting more into the strategy and planning for the year to come, because that's what it's all about. Once once it stops, we're back in it again. It never it never ends. As mentioned at at the beginning of the show, Josh was very generous, <laughs> generous, generous, and is offering a really cool giveaway. And what we're giving away is a bog pod tripod the pca adapter which is kind of the swivel mount on a ball system so you can kind of swivel it 360 and different angles which is pretty cool and then the bbr system which allows you to strap your binoculars onto the tripod so it's great for glassing so we're giving that stuff away it's it's I think just about a $250 value between those three if you were to buying, buy them at retail. So it's a great giveaway. And here is what we have to do in order to be entered for the giveaway. So you have to share the Facebook post that mentions this podcast. So it's going to be the Sportsman's Nation uh, sharing this Transition Wild podcast. So you have to share that to your page. And then you have to go like, since it's BogPod, you have to go like and follow the BogPod Facebook page. And when you go there, say Transition Wild sent me. So those three things, share the Facebook post that mentions this podcast to your own page. Number two, go like and follow BogPod on Facebook and... Number three, post on their wall and say Transition Wild sent me. If you do that, you're entered into the drawing and the giveaway, which will be today is Thursday that this podcast comes out. Uh, we'll do the drawing uh, probably by Thursday the next week. So you got about a you got about a week to to do this and get this done. And I hope you win. It's really cool. It's it's the exact system I use. I use it for both whitetail hunting as well as out in out west, whether I'm glassing or using it as a shooting bench, it's super versatile. It's very compact and lightweight uh, tripod and and great accessories that go along with it. So I hope you win. Make sure to do that. Follow the steps and you will be entered. All right, that's, that's enough for today. Again, I appreciate you listening. Thanks for sticking with me. We've got a lot of good content coming out, coming down the pipe. And make sure you go to transitionwild.com. Like I said, I have some really, really good stuff coming out. Subscribe. If you go and subscribe to Transition Wild, you do get the Colorado Beginner Elk Hunting Guide. 
It's going to help you plan and prepare for this next year's hunt if you are planning in this, uh, planning on hunting in the state of Colorado. So go do that and make sure you enter the contest. And we'll look forward to talking with you next time. Hope you guys have a great Christmas, a great holiday. Stay safe, and we'll talk to you soon. Mm-hmm.